Hey guys, Fancy Stars here with another uh, podcast, and today we're going to be talking about the whole sports, sports world and uh, what has changed. Um, so first, uh, let's let's talk about. Uh, oh wait, no. First, we're going to introduce our guests, uh, Joey and Trevor. Joey and Trevor, say hi. Hello. Okay. Um, so let's, we're going to talk about NFL, MLB, and uh, NHL in this podcast. Uh, no basketball, because like I said, we don't know anything about basketball, except LeBron James won't get poked. If he gets poked in the eye, he'll need, like, he'll get up in about 80 seconds. Um, but Anyway, that was off topic. Uh, we get off topic a lot. That's just a reminder. Um, so we're going to be talking about Zach Ertz first and the Eagles. Um, so June Hurts and uh, Zach Ertz, I don't, you guys probably know this, uh, how Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts now in the Eagles. And I told you last podcast uh, that Carson Wentz, is uh, gone to the Eagles, which I really think that's going to help the Eagles because they uh, change from Philip Rivers to it to Carson Wentz. That's like changing a, from a caterpillar to a butterfly. You just get much bigger. Um, anyway, off topic. Um, we're going to talk about that. So, uh, um, I think so. Uh, earlier in Earlier in the offseason, um, Zach Ertz requested a trade. And he is not happy that he did not get that trade. And uh, he got. He. And uh, Jalen Hurts. I think he's nervous that Devontae Smith will get more of the uh, targets than Hurts. Because I think he's going to want to be in the game more uh than anyone else in the in the on Eagles. I don't know. Uh could be like that. Not sure. Or he just wants to get be traded because it's the Eagles. I mean I don't blame him. I would have been mad if I got drafted to the Eagles. It's the Eagles. Anyway. Um Devontae Smith is I think he's gonna get way more targets than him and I don't know I I do agree with uh, Zach Ertz, and I would not be happy if I requested a trade and did not get it. Um, so yeah. Um, and he might not even play for him this year. He, I like, not sure. Um, Joey and Trevor, what do you guys think about this topic and uh, how Zach Ertz might not do very, or how he like what I just said? What do you guys think about it? Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I think um, he asked for a trade, didn't get it. That's automatically can't be what he's looking for. And then, um, but also, I think that if Ertz does stick with the Eagles, he could have a huge impact on Jalen Hurts' career because Ertz is just a phenomenal tight end. He is, and yeah. Devontae Smith, yeah, he's a good receiver, but he's just a rookie. Or second year, maybe I, I forget. Yeah, rookie. Yeah, rookie. So I mean, you can't really count that he's gonna be the best in the league 
and Jalen Hurts is just his second or third year, so there's not much um, not much experience he has either. But with Zach Ertz, but someone like Zach Ertz who has multiple years of experience that could heavily affect both of their careers. So. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with what you just said. Um, Trevor? Yeah, um, I also agree with uh, both of you. Um, I agree that uh, Devontae Smith and Hurts, they're still rookies. They, they're going to take time to, like, get to develop into the NFL. Yeah, to, like, develop. Yeah, develop they're gonna into, get, uh, yeah, develop into the they're new defense. They're not prime yet. Let's just say that. They're not in their yeah, prime. Yeah, exactly. But once they get there, and they'll be studs. And if Zachary stays for that long time, he'll be a target for Hurts, and Hurts will become a quarterback. Well, maybe. And, if he if he does somehow get that potential from what we yeah, do think he yeah. will. If he yeah, and Hurts. builds up receiver core, then Hurts will have targets. And if Brandon Brooks finally recovers from his 400-year-long injury. <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Zach Ertz will probably, in Jalen Hurts' case, help, um, help Jalen Hurts become – and his prime quicker due to him being in the league longer and knowing and, yeah. all of the experience. And Zach Ertz is nice, so he might like that, how he can like who it's it's similar to Julio Jones and AJ Brown. Kinda. Not really kinda though. Like AJ Brown, he had the number eleven because Julio Jones. Like he had all his attributes. He wanted to be in the NFL because of Julio Jones. He wanted to be he, he like Julio Jones inspired him. And uh, now Julio Jones is on his team, and Julio Jones just gave him the 11 number. Like, he was the, uh, A.J. Brown was number 11 because of Julio Jones. And Julio Jones just said, you have 11. Uh, so I feel like that, not really similar, kind of, not sure. Um, so, yeah, that's one topic about the – uh, Eagles. Now let's move on to Dak Prescott and him developing back into the NFL. Um, so last year, he had a really lot of fa- like fantasy points, and he did really good uh, at the very beginning of the season, obviously. Um, unlike the other three quarters of the season, he couldn't even play. So uh, he he did he had a lot. He, he could like he was doing really good, like averaging thirty to forty fantasy points a, w- a week. So, um, yesterday or first day of training camp, let's just say that he left due to a sore sore arm. So I'm thinking that's probably because he hasn't thrown in a year. Well, a little less than a year. So. Obviously, right when he first throws 40 yards or 20 yards or whatever, he's going he's gonna to have a sore arm. That's- yeah, especially if he's throwing at the speed that a pro NFL quarterback throws. And obviously, I'm sure he's done a ton of yep. training and, and, and therapy and stuff. Arms and working out. Yeah. Because he, did, he didn't injure his arm. He's just been not throwing the ball for a while. So 
Um, it could be something different. It could be a completely different injury. Let's hope not, because I feel like if if uh, Dak can recover from that, he can be a I top five quarterback. Top five quarterback, yeah, maybe top ten. But and he has a lot of potential with him. I think. Yeah, definitely. I, he doesn't have great receiving core, but he has good old line yeah. though. Zach Martin, one of the best offensive tackles in the game. Uh, yep. Uh, yeah, I th- I think he really does have the things he needs. He needs, and obviously, big Ezekiel Elliott in the backfield. So yeah, yeah. Uh, him be one of the rookie targets that he has still growing. Oh yeah, I forgot. True. Yeah, I I really think Dak Prescott really has the potential he has. Um, and he's also a really nice guy too. Like he does a lot of charity stuff. Um, so I like, I like Prescott. I think he's going to be a top five, maybe top seven quarterback. Uh, definitely top seven, maybe top five. Not sure. Um, so let's go into, I know a lot of people have been like talking about this, a lot of Patriots fans, uh, even like people that aren't Patriots fans. Um, what do you guys think about Mac? And Cam, who will get the starting job? Um, um wait. Personally, yep. I think that um, obviously for the preseason they should um just give give Mac Jones a shot. Yep, I agree with that. And but what it looks for, I've seen like rumors that it looks like Cam Newton's going to be starting this year. Like from the beginning of the year, Bill Belichick he said that he wants to work with Mac Jones for like a year and start Cam. But I feel like if you want to build up the new team, then you got to start fresh. Yeah, and I, I, th- I really think they need a rebuild. Like, also, they, they did have a rebuild, though. Yeah, um, another thing, though, just something to kind of top it off. Yeah. Um, Bill Belichick is a big fan of experience, right? Yes, so exactly. That's why we kept that's – that's why in New England we had Brady – for all these years, and we had uh, just these – every quarterback we have, they're not just there for two years and out. We get, we get a quarterback, and they're there for – they're long they're our, they're a long-term quarterback, just like Brady was. And I think uh, Bill Belichick likes the experience, likes the uh, repetitive – just likes it being repetitive because it worked with Tom. We got six – they got six Super Bowl rings, and – now Cam, he's been in the league for a while now. I I just don't think Bill wants to start a rookie quarterback out of the gate, and I don't blame him to be honest. Yeah, and I think we have a chance. The Patriots do have a chance for going into they 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 have a chance for a playoff team. Um, they also have a chance for a divisional round to go to the divisional round. Uh, cause you know, um. Uh, Newton, uh, he also has last year was his like starting to develop year because he didn't play the season before, so he also needed to develop that year and like get get back into the NFL, get back into very, all that stuff. Very, very similar situation to Dak. Yes, very similar. So it could be him this year. Zach might not be a good 
player this year because he he needs to he needs to develop back in. Um, so I I think they're gonna start Cam. Um, maybe if Cam doesn't do good, maybe put Mac in. Not sure. I mean, maybe I'm gonna say depending on how Mac does in training camp and in preseason. And uh, Trevor, I do agree with you. They definitely should put Mac in for a preseason. Um, but yeah, now, um, what's what do you guys think about top five quarterbacks? In order, I'm gonna say. All right, this is kind of a kind of a just throwing it out there. Um, yeah, I'm gonna say first because there's uh, he's just unstoppable. He's so good. Mahomes first. I'm gonna put um. Yeah, Mahomes first. Uh, second, I'm debating between Kyler and Tom. I'm gonna go Kyler for that one. And then I, vice versa, third, it'll be Kyler or Tom. I'm really I'm big on Kyler this year. I think I'd put Tom there because just from all time, well, obviously all time, he's greatest of all time up now, but he also has, like, good receiving course. Well, actually, Kyler Murray does yeah. too, but... I think after number four, I'm gonna say kind of a long shot with this one, but I think Russell Wilson. Uh, he he had a not great year last year. It was still a good year though. Yeah, but, and I yeah. think he can definitely bounce back. Yeah, definitely. Five. Um, Rogers is debatable. I'm um I would have put Rogers three or four, but I don't even know if Rogers is gonna fight. Well, he's definitely going to play, but we don't know where he's going to play. We don't know who his receiving core is going to be. We don't. We just don't know. So I'm not going to put my bets on him until we know where he's playing, when he's playing, and who he's playing for. So Breaking news. Rodgers just signed a deal. With who? The Packers. Yeah. Rodgers, number four. Wilson, number five. <laughs> That's my top five. And, um... um to wrap this up, speaking of the uh, Packers having like Aaron Rodgers and stuff, uh, I've seen rumors that their top receiver Devontae Adams also wants to leave, and the Patriots have been looking into him. I, 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 I. The thing with that is, uh, Devontae, he probably just wanted wanted. Aaron Rodgers, and now that Rodgers signed that deal, he's probably going to be like, all right, Rodgers is with me, so I'm going to play. But yeah, that's true. I don't know. Maybe they had a connection, and they were – no, they definitely had a connection. Uh, maybe they were, like, talking with each other. Maybe uh, they had a plan. Or something. I don't know. Um, but David Bicarty, uh one of the best offensive tackles in the game, again. Um. He, he is uh, he's has a very good connection with Rogers. So I think all the connections with Rogers really makes him want to stay. And uh, they just they just so Rogers said as long as if you guys sign Randall Cobb, Randall Cobb, I'll I'll I think I'll go in. So they got Randall Cobb for a six round pick, and they got and now Rogers is staying. So I I do think. 
that Randall Cobb makes a big impact in this uh, signing. Um, so my so uh, let's talk about some fantasy sleepers. Um, so a couple of my sleepers. Um, I'm I really think that. Uh, I I think what's his name? Uh, Josh Allen. I think he's gonna be like very good this year. Um, and Kyler Murray. I think that those two quarterbacks are gonna have one of their best years. Uh, but they do have a lot of potential. And Justin Herbert. I do. I also think that he's gonna do good this year. Um, having maybe a better year than last year. Um, cause he developed in the NFL really quickly. So, uh, Joey and Trevor, what do you guys think about, uh, some sleepers that you guys have this year? Um, so I've seen one person and it was from last season towards like the end of the season and basically just throughout the whole season. Yep. Um, Antonio Gibson. Oh just, yeah. He's been looking last season. He looked really good. And especially with. Some new players on the team. Forget who. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yep, he might be able to have a good season this year. Yeah, I, I really agree with that. Uh, maybe a second round pick, maybe third. Um, but they just got uh Ryan Fitzpatrick, and they also got um uh, I don't know if Sam Darnold was on there. No, Sam Darnold went to the Panthers. Um, but. Uh- I got one quick thing to say real quick about sleepers. Yeah. Um, I think I know they're already talked about often, but uh, Patriots defense. Oh yeah. They're gonna be carrying the team, so that's um not a sleep not a sleeper, but just something to yeah point out. That, that's gonna be the first defense you're gonna wanna look at. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Mills. That was a very big addition for them. And I I do agree with you. Um, with I'm not sure, but the uh, and the Pats got Kyle Van Noy. However, Xavier Howard, the best corner in the league last year, um, he he is now he uh, demanded a trade or requested a trade. So I'm maybe hoping that. We could take him. That's not. We don't need him, but I mean, they. It is very good addition that the Patriots could have. Um, and the Bills might need uh want him too. That would be a good addition too. Um, so I don't know if you guys know, but Lamar has COVID. I don't know if this will be a. If I'll have it for too long, but it's just one thing to point out. Uh, so they do have McSorley. Um, but just one thing to point out. Uh, so Watson is free to go play after horrifying phys- physical th- therapy. Um, somehow he's free to play, but whatever. Um, so now, um, Let's move on to the NHL. Trevor. Um, so, 
start off, uh, I wanted to talk about the uh, new Bruins goalie that um, the Bruins signed, and it is Linus Allmark. Um, there's rumors that he might be removing or replacing Tuka Rask's position in that, and Tuka will possibly leave the Bruins. But I also heard, I don't understand it fully, that Swayman can't be our starter. Oh! Because he'll, uh, Omar is just a full starter for the team. Okay, I have to say this. Swayman is my favorite goalie. That's why yeah. I just made that noise. For some um, reason. I don't know why. Billy, what do you think about if Tuco left? If, do you think the team would still be what it is today? I do. Uh, uh, I don't think the... I don't... The thing is... I do think the playing-wise will be, but I don't think the hype-wise will be. Like, the team's hype, I think, will go down a very little bit because um, it's Tuca. But, yeah. you know, it's – we got to – he's going to have to go out one day. So, today's the day, I guess. Yeah. Um, uh, another thing I was going to think about, um, uh, who do you think – um, has, like, the biggest chance of, like, winning the Stanley Cup this year with, like, all the teams changing and, like, the draft. Well, the draft hasn't really done anything because they're not in the NHL yet. But, um, yeah, like, the new teams. Um, uh, so, me, myself, I'm pretty big on hockey, but not too big. So, I don't know too much, but I think that uh, – you'll have to go first on this one. Hold on. I mean – the Avalanche last year, they were oh, yeah. looking good like the whole season. They also have a very easy playoff bracket. Last year they did. Yep. So that also means a lot. Uh, Capitals, I think, I don't think they really have a chance. Maple Leafs will just forget about them first round. Uh, <laughs> the Bruins, last year, it was kind of a disappointment that they lost. They got out of the round to the Islanders, but I think it they was. Have I think they have like, potential this year. Like they, yeah. they could. What do you think, Billy? Um, Bruins, maybe. Um, but also, yeah, I like the Avalanche right there. I would say uh, the Kings, but or the Knights, but. Um, I got a question for you guys. Um, so I'm. Definitely not a hockey person. Yep. Uh, but uh, you want to talk a little bit about the new addition to the NHL, the Seattle Kraken? How's their team looking? What What's their What's the update on them? I can't do much on them. Their team, it doesn't look too good like, at the start because obviously they didn't take Carey Price, which is a big thing. Um, Who did they take for goalie? Uh, I forget, but... um. I know I can't remember they took PK Subban also, so they uh no they didn't. So that's another big thing. Obviously yeah. it's an expansion team, so all the teams are gonna protect their best players, so they're not gonna have any studs for like a while. So it's gonna take a while for them to really to have develop. Their I mean the Kings just got lucky when they did it. They didn't yeah. get lucky actually, they did really good. But the Knights, the Knights. The Knights, sorry. 
So next, I also want to talk about, speaking of the Knights, uh, Marc-Andre Fleury uh, being oh, yeah. traded to the Blackhawks and how this will affect the Blackhawks and the Knights. All right. Um, this is... The Blackhawks have been, just been building up their team, and I think their playoff potential and they're slowly building up to be a once-again Stanley Cup competitor. Almost like the Patriots. Like, we can relate them to the Patriots. Yeah. Like, very much. Mm-hmm. Just got a new goalie quarterback. You know. Anyway. Um, yeah, that's a really big trade for the uh, Blackhawks and the Knights. But uh, he's been there since the expansion draft, I believe. So, yeah. um, I don't know how Flurry likes this, but maybe he does like this. Not sure, though. Do you know if he has any thoughts on this? Uh, I haven't heard anything from him. so I, That could mean um, maybe yes. Yeah. Because, like, usually you'll you'll hear it when they say they yeah. don't want to. So, probably, they pro- he probably doesn't mind it. Um, but, yeah. Uh, all right, what else? Yeah. Um, oh, another thing with the Bruins, uh, how far do you think they're just, they're going to make it in total? Like, uh, oh, for the playoffs-wise? Um, yes, they are a playoff team, I think. What do you think? I also think they're a playoff team. They, I think they also have potential to be the Stanley Cup. Yeah, same. Joey, what do you think about the Bruins? Um, well, obviously, I am the biggest hockey person here, so, like, you know, I think since I am a Bruins fan, I think they're going to win the Stanley Cup without a question because according to my expertise from Trevor, uh, the Bruins like to hit a lot, and I like hits a lot. So assuming they can keep up that hitting streak, yeah, I think they can definitely get far into the uh, Stanley Cup and go undefeated. Definitely but, agree with you, Joey. And I what? thing to add, they also um, just made a deal with Taylor Hall, so yeah, he is staying, and it's a big contract, I think, five and years. Taylor Hall is a hard-hitting player, and I like that, so uh, <laughs> I think the Bruins are going to be getting really far into this to this season, so uh, that's, my, that's my thoughts. Hall is not a big hitter, but he's the opposite. Yeah, well, he's a Bruin now, so he might want to start. <laughs> he moves a lot, so yeah. That's, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, <laughs> God, that anyway, um, new player that the Boston Bruins have drafted. Um, he fell in the draft like a lot because of maturity things, but I've seen clips of him. He's a insane playmaker. He'll almost like PK. He'll deke no, no, no. He'll deke out the defenseman. He'll he's got speed, so hopefully he'll be a good addition to the Bruins when he joins, and... So he's not a good person? No, he just hasn't really matured yet, so... And it also gives time for him to change, so, like, two yeah. years until he joins the team. And he's a Bruin. He, we're not going to let him do that. Yeah, we're going to have some rules against that kid. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, so we got fighters, like Joey said. <laughs> yeah, we got fighters. So. Yeah, that's all we need. That's it. <laughs> we'll, we'll protect him. 
So. Oh, we should get Tom Wilson then. Oh God, no! I, I I'm good. I'll pass. But he's good. Um. <laughs> former Bruins player Chara. He's old. That's all I have to say about him. He's lost his potential. Do you guys think he'll retire this year or? Um. No. I think he can do it. How much longer do you think he can go? Uh, no, nowhere past this year. Okay. Joey, what about you? What are we talking about again? <laughs> okay, I got to fuck that. Um, Zidano Chara retiring. Uh, my opinion is of Zidano, okay? Now, that's Zidano, right? He was on He was on my hometown team, Bruins, for a couple for a lot of years, a lot of years. He's got a lot of good hits off. He's a big guy. Really strong, masculine man. Got a lot of really solid hits to make a good plays. Win some Stanley Cup championships. So I hope he goes another 15 years minimum. But if he did, he doesn't, then that's fine, I guess. Well, All right, that works. Yeah, 15 years. That's his max. And that's the last minimum. Last thing about NHL and the Bruins. Um, uh, superstar in the NHL for the Sabres, Jack Eichel, has been caught practicing with the Bruins. And he is a hometown kid from Boston, so he could just be practicing with them since he's out of town. Or not town, but state. And he's the only team he could practice with. So he might be hanging out with family, or the Bruins might be looking into signing him. And could be a second line power forward. Yeah. So, yeah. Jack Eichel would be a nice second line addition to the Bruins. Honestly, can't mess with the first line. So, yeah. Okay. So, uh, now, uh, thank you, Trevor. Uh, let's move on to MLB. Um, so, take it away, Joey. Hello, everybody. It's Joey here, and I'm going to be talking about some Major League Baseball. So, um, first things first, I want to um, say that Joey Votto is have, having some absolute phenomenal couple of games, um, including eight home runs in six games, which is just insane. Um. Another big thing going on right now, uh, Joey Gallo is being traded to the Yankees. Um, There's uh, a lot of trades and big trades going on recently. Uh, reasoning for that, just to clarify for some of you guys, um, the trade deadline is like very soon. So let's talk about some of these big moves by these guys. So, um, obviously, Joey Gallo being one of them, uh, he got traded to the Yankees. Joey Gallo was a huge player, huge name player. Um, he's really good at what he does. Um, and the Yankees have a stacked outfield and really good hitting now, including uh, Aaron Judge in the outfield, Stanton at the DH, I think, and uh, Gallo also in the outfield. Um, next thing um, I'm going to talk about is Max Scherzer. Um, this is really big. Uh, Scherzer wants to leave Washington. Um, teams interested in him 
are the Dodgers, Giants, and Padres. Um, he he he's really interested in moving over to the West Coast. Um, West Coast side of things. Uh, the Dodgers and Giants are a huge talk for him. The Padres, um, they could use him, but it's not a hundred percent necessary. They, he would definitely help though, because as the Padres have a really good team right now, their pitching rotation isn't where it, where they want it to be. But the Dodgers and Giants really need to uh, level up that pitching rotation. Therefore, Max Scherzer will seriously help them. Um, aside from the West Coast, other teams are looking at Scherzer uh, heavily. The Boston Red Sox—they're seriously looking into him. And they are having probably gonna meet up with them, have practice with them, or something. But um, in the meantime, another thing. Uh, the after I've read a couple things. Um, but since the Joey Gallo trade, the Yankees are not done trading. They're looking at Scherzer a little bit. Um, they are also looking at Chris Bryant of the Cubs. Story of the Rockies, Trevor Story of the Rockies, Jose Barrios of the Twins, Javi Baez, and Craig Kimbrell of the Cubs. Um, and the Yankees are not the only team looking into these big name players. Um, other teams include the Mets, Red Sox, um, Giants, Padres, Dodgers, all these teams looking into these guys uh, as they are all looking for trades to become soon um another thing uh the red sox and yankees rivalry is getting way more heated due to the playoffs coming up um red sox are having a phenomenal season this season with bogarts and devers and martinez and verdugo all having great years speaking um uh can i say speaking of verdugo uh a fan threw a ball at verdugo's head like Damn kids these days! <laughs> yeah, uh, that was a big moment. Um, it was actually a Yankees fan in the rivalry. That's why I was bringing up the rivalry. Um, but yeah, it was. It's getting heated. It always does around this time of year. So watch out for that. Um, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, Milwaukee Brewers making their trading move as well, snagging Eduardo Escobar from the Diamondbacks. I really like Eduardo Escobar. He's a phenomenal third baseman. Uh, he has a lot of other things right. Um, he's just a great person overall. Um, he he can hit. He can field. He's just a good. He's just a good player. Um, yeah. Last couple things I have here. Uh, the Red Sox are getting Chris Sale back, which is a huge thing for them um, after his John, Tommy John surgery. Uh, he's going to be, he's road to the recovery now, but his recovery road is almost over. And hopefully within the next two months, uh, Sale can get back into things. Um, also, they can pull Scherzer and Berrios as well. They will have a very solid pitching rotation. And the Red Sox will be a team to look out for. And I also have something to say about Chris Sale coming back. Yep. It's Tommy John. It's a big surgery, especially for most pitchers since they're throwing sidearm. Uh, it's going to take like a long time for 
even yeah. Chris Sale to recover from that because yeah. John, it's critical. It's not. It's not easy. He's already recovered. However, it's just he has to develop back into the MLB. Uh, throwing the ball and getting the normal rotation of baseball again. Yeah. Um, I have one question. Can we talk a little bit of uh, Otani? So Otani, yeah, sure. Um, honestly, in my opinion, this is not. This is kind of over the top, maybe a little bit, but I think within the next five to eight years, if Shohei Otani can keep the pace he's going, keep the, up the way he's throwing, keep up the way he's hitting, I think he can pass Barry Bonds in the home run record eventually, and I think he can be the best player of all time. Because um, so far, when we think of the best player in baseball history, we, we think, think of Babe Ruth. Ruth. Yeah. Because, Babe, because Babe Ruth could pitch phenomenally and throw phenomenally. And I think just like a lot of other people, I think that is an insult to Shohei Otani. Insult. Because it's an insult that they're even comparing them. To. They can't compare someone who hits like Happy Gilmore and and the uh, fences were way different back then. Or the yeah, home run things. Well, they're not throwing as fast. They're not throwing pitches that have as much movement. It's... Yeah, more, way more unpredictable. And they did steroids back then. They could do, like, steroids and stuff back then. Yeah. Also, Shohei Otani, he has – he throws 100 miles an hour fastball. His breaking ball breaks about 8 inches every single time. Babe Ruth, 75 miles an hour was, like, a wicked fast pitch back then. It's insulting that they're even comparing them. I think – Within the next two years, if any injuries don't happen, knock on wood, I think Shohei Otani is easily the best player of all time. And he's going to have, without a doubt, not without a doubt, but I think he's going to have a chance at breaking uh, the record for most home runs. Um, There has been a story where, in Japanese baseball, Shohei Otani hit a ball through the roof of a dome. Yeah, because of how much better he has. I so, saw that. He's just a phenomenal athlete in general, and I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna do it. I think he can. So I think he's gonna be the best, uh, best of all time, and uh, he he already is pretty close to it. Uh, if not, he is. He he has every, he does everything right. Well, not every, he doesn't do everything right, but he does a really lot of stuff right, and his also. He hasn't quite learned how to speak English yet, but uh, he is very nice. Uh, he he's good to like kids and stuff. He he he's so nice. He like a ton of people who do understand him. Like he helps them. He um like he does like like sometimes he does like jokes like with other players like. And they and uh, at the end of the home run or when he lost in the home run derby, he was fine with it. He was like shook his hand. He's just a really nice guy, um, and I, that really does bring a big impact. And speaking of the home run derby, Billy, sorry to interrupt, yeah, but yeah, yeah. show it no funny. Absolutely choked in the home run derby. He did, but uh, so won it all easily. I think. 
So, uh, so the reason so, Peter Washington won uh, is because his pitching coach, all the balls were right down the middle. It, and and it's Pete Alonso. He's really good. You have to give credit to him too. Yeah. But yeah, I uh I didn't know that. Uh, Trey Mancini. There was a pitch that was after the time ran out. Um, and he still threw it, and it was a home run. I like um like. Congratulations to Trey Mancini. Like he has battled a, he has a big story and he battled a lot, and I'm happy for him that he made it to this uh, finals. But I'm just pointing this out here, out there that the last pitch was uh, after the clock was done. So yeah, I saw that as well, Billy. So just pointing that out. But he also he did pretty good though, like. It didn't really affect because, well, it could have actually. Yeah, because Matt Olson would have, that was Matt Olson, right? I yeah, Matt think. Olson, he would have tied it, and Matt Olson could have won the tiebreaker. Then he could have won Pete Alonso. Yep. But, I mean, nothing we could do about it, so it's whatever. I mean, at the end of the day, it's a home run derby for fun, so, like, it's just for fun, but yeah, that it's whatever. Um, so, um, I think we're gonna wrap it up on that note. Um, so thank you for joining today. Um, and thank you, Joey and Trevor, for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having us, Billy. No problem. Yep, uh, hope you guys enjoyed it. And see you next time. See you next time. Bye.